Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Conversation with Trans Smith. I'm your host, Trans Smith. And today's guest is a friend of mine, and I'm curious to know more about. She is a Libra from New York City. She is a glam-nominated and self-proclaimed, quote-unquote, drag idiot, and hosts a monthly leather party at Albatross in Astoria, Queens, and you can also catch her at Icon Bar as well in Astoria. Please welcome my guest, Audrey Phoenix. Hello, Audrey. Hi, Trans. Hi. <laughs> welcome, baby. Thanks for thanks for doing this. And I thanks really, for having really appreciate me. That. Before we get into it, what's the drag idiot? What is it? I you know what? I like to consider myself a comedy queen, most of all, and I just feel right. like I've yet to hear anyone use that term, so I, I'm just coining <laughs> it for myself. Oh, I love it. It's such a great, it's, it's so great. So are you nominated I, this year for a Glam Award? or was The nominations a- this year have not happened yet. They are okay. about to be announced in like the next couple of weeks. And I'm okay. hoping to have another nomination. But I've been nominated twice before. The first okay. time was uh, for Breakthrough Artist, which was mm-hmm. a fun year. And then the last time was uh, sort of during our little quarantine year where like drag was all digital. Yeah. And one of the digital shows I was a part of was nominated. So it's cool. It's, you know, it's like all award shows. It's sort of we're all just patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all need that, please. <laughs> I wish they had a category for podcasts. <laughs> I wish they had a category for, um, I do a lot of, outside of drag, I do a lot of like freelance design work. And okay. I do a lot of like nightlife posters. Oh. And like, so the Glams, they have awards for like, wig designers for like clothing designers for all kinds of stuff they don't have anything for like poster designers and i'm like Uh, y'all wouldn't even know where to go without me exactly and that's so important yeah a good so So you're a libra right i am a libra yeah Uh, wait a minute your your birthday passed your birthday yes well i love libras i love the air so i'm aquarius so you know we're we're oh, air yeah. signs, but I'm a little crazier than Libras. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I Every time I read anything about Libra, it's always like, you know, Libras are calm and well-balanced and they don't like confrontation and this and that. And I'm like, that don't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your rising sign. That's not like me at all. <laughs> some fire. <laughs> so how are the leather parties going? How was it this past week? Last week was So this past week, it was there was this massive like rainfall that happened. Um, right. So I was a little nervous, but sure enough, it, we still had a lovely, lovely crowd. This was our, uh, this is our fourth one. We've been doing it every month at Albatross uh-huh. uh, here in Astoria. It's, it's been such a fun experience doing it. It's, it's not something I ever thought I would be a part of, um, but right. I'm just happy to be involved. I saw <laughs> your look that you wore this week. Your look, I loved it. I think that's what I, I think my favorite part about it is getting to uh, dress in a way that Audrey doesn't normally dress, you know? Right. Uh, I've had a lot of people tell me to my face, like, you should dress like this all the time. No, it's I'm, like, I'm like, oh, it's, maybe? It's real hot. <laughs> it's really hot. Yeah. So how did, how did you wind up doing drag? What, what prompted you to say, I want to do this? So I've always, I've sort of always been a, a fan of the drags. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I, one of my first experiences going out in nightlife was, I'm, I'm a bit of a theater nerd too. 
Okay. So a friend of mine was like, oh, have you ever been to Broadway Mondays at Hardware? And Hardware is a bar in Hell's Kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, it was hosted by Sutton Lee Seymour. Um, mm-hmm. A story is own, Sutton Lee Seymour. So I would go every Monday because mm-hmm. it was at the time I was working like nine to five at a corporate office job and I mm-hmm. hated it. I was miserable. Mondays were sort of my escape. And so mm-hmm. it was like an easy way for me to start the week knowing that after work, I got to go to Hardware and mm-hmm. spend two hours there with like this fabulous drag show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that for about a year. Then one day Sutton came up to me and I was like, hey, you know, I host this debutante show in Astoria for first time performers. And mm-hmm. I think you would be perfect for it. And at the time I was living in Manhattan. I had never even stepped foot in Queens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, she was like, it's at this bar called Albatross. I was like, okay. So I, I, I said, sure, I'll do it. And I had sort of two months notice. Um, and I did it. Uh, I brought all my friends. It was a fun time. They all came out to support. Uh, and it sort of just snowballed from there. I just, I got my first booking from that night and so on and so forth. Here I am four years later and I haven't stopped. Wow. And that, you know, and that's pretty good because, you know, I know people that have been doing it for a long, long time. Yeah. And, you know, and you're hidden. And I love your shows. I mean, the first time I saw you, it was, it was not just the show. It was your presence on stage and not even that off stage and how you interact interacted with everyone and you seem to remember everyone and that's 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 hard it's so hard i Uh let me tell you it is so hard i i try my best Uh i try to do what i can but it's so hard sometimes because there are so (laughs) many people so so many people um and I just want to, I just want to make sure everyone like knows that I'm like, I, I care about everybody. Right, um, right. But sometimes it gets hard, especially when you're working in nightlife and there's a lot of alcohol involved. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, so, there's so many times I'll, I'll be talking to somebody and I'll introduce myself and they're like, yeah, this is our fifth conversation. And I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I promise you it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the thing about it is even if you don't remember your personality it just shows and it makes it makes you feel good because that's why I can't can't kept coming back to your shows because of that because it was yeah. something very welcoming and um and you're great on stage you're absolutely yeah. great and I love your outfits and it's always different and um you work hard um work uh, yeah it's it's hard this is I will say this is the first time in the four years that I've been doing it, this past year, where this has been my full-time job. Oh, wow. I, I was, you know, I was working as a designer. I went to, mm-hmm. I went to art school. What school um, did you go to? I went to Parsons School of Design. <laughs> okay. I you know, I used to work there. there. I used to work really? there. Really? Actually, I still, I'm a, I'm a fit model over there. Really? Wait, I wonder fact, if you've ever posed for me. Probably. I used to do nude, too. I used to, that was, uh, I, so I was in Parsons, uh, what year is it? 2006 to 2010. I'm aging myself right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was there right. full time then. Yeah, you probably. Um, I think I had, uh, I had a couple, I had Alan Langold was like my painting teacher. Oh, my God. I was in his class a lot. Okay, so then I fully probably have some oil paintings of you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is and crazy. Also, oh, my God. Also, during that time, Audrey, I used to have a lot of hair. I had a huge afro. I actually might have some, like, sketches of you. I might have some, like, charcoal. Probably. 
Yeah, Alan Probably. used to, um, he used to always, um, now Alan was the one who used to do the movie posters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was in his class a lot. Okay, holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Small. What a small world. Oh my God. Yeah, I did, I modeled, oof, oof. at least, I still do it now because they call me for, because now I just do fashion. Mm. And they'll call me for the fit modeling. Um, but I've been doing it since whew, at least, let's see, 17 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so. yeah. The fashion was when I was going there back back mm-hmm. then, that was at the like the peak of uh, what's the show on Bravo? Uh, oh, um, Runway. Project Runway. Project Runway. It was at the peak of that. So when I was there, mm-hmm. it, there was just like this influx of new students who only knew about the school because of Project Runway and right. wanted to go to the school because of Project Runway. Mm-hmm. It, so it was sort of, it was a very like weird time because it was. there was a lot of, a uh, lot of like inauthentic uh, <laughs> yes. wannabe artists. Posers. Uh, a lot of poses, a lot of poses. It was, but it, so it was a, it was a weird four years. Uh, uh, you know, I got my degree and I worked, I worked for, you know, over a decade. Uh, Oh wow! As an artist, um, so at the, when I started, it was, you know, I was working full time, and then drag was sort of, it sort of became a hobby that I was doing, like on weekends or if I had a night off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of fun to see how in four years how it's completely switched. Now I do design work, you know, as a oh. hobby. Wow, that's great. Are you from New York originally, or where did born you and come? raised? Born and wow, raised. Wow, yeah, New York, the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a real deal. <laughs> I try to be. I try to be. <laughs> yeah, That's I grew right. up in. Uh, we moved around a lot because we were poor. Uh, so mm-hmm. we lived in the Bronx, but we lived in like it was like Parkchester, Castle Hill, Soundview, like Kips Bay. Like we just were always moving. And then I spent two years in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, then we moved back to the Bronx. Then my family. Moved to Manhattan when I was like fifteen. Oh, okay. So, and do you have brothers in, and sisters? I have an older sister and then mm-hmm. two younger siblings. Okay, yeah. so you like the middle-ish. I'm sort of a middle-ish. My older sister and I we're like we're like about a year apart, so we grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, then my brother was born when I was like ten, so oh, okay. we had some. So my sister and I were like. We grew up together, and then we were sort of the older siblings to him. And then my youngest sister, she was born when I was, like, 17. So <laughs> there's mm-hmm. an age gap between all of us. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have, um, it was four of us all together, and there was a big age gap. So at, at times, I felt like I was the only child. Mm, yeah. Because of the, you know, the age gaps. But by the time yeah. I got to be a teenager, they were already out the house. So I was like, I felt like I yeah. was the only child. But, yeah. But, oh, my God. I, I that's so funny that you went to Parsons. I know I posed for you. <laughs> oh, it, there's there's no way. There's there's absolutely no way you didn't. <laughs> That's just how it works. Yeah, I did it full time for many years. And um okay. I've been in there are paintings of me that have been in magazines and yeah, I used awesome. to do there, Parsons, SBA, and Pratt. Those are my three schools. Wow. And I literally did it full time. I uh I got. I didn't get accepted to Pratt <laughs> when I was oh, yeah. applying. I, I applied to Parsons, Pratt, and FIT. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, FIT accepted me for their two-year program with the opportunity to uh-huh. go into the four-year program. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that risk. What if I like do it for two years? And like, actually, you're not good enough. And then Pratt was just like, no. Oh, God. Just no. Parsons was like, here, and we'll give you money, too. And I was like, all right, I guess that's, my, that's where I'm going. Yeah, Pratt's, I mean, Parsons is a great school. And I, yeah. I graduated from FIT. Oh, really? So, yeah, I went. My resume is like all over the place. And um I had um I went for back then it was called advertising communications. My whole thing I wanted to work in a magazine. Mm. And um I did the two year program, then after that I was like, eh. Then I left and went over to Europe and performed in musical hair. And then I was on the whole performing thing. Yeah, it was just all over the place. But I've always been a performer since I was a kid. So Were you uh did you have a track in hair or were you like ensemble? I was in this ensemble, and I was understudy for HUD. For HUD? Oh. Yeah. I, I love hair. Hair's one of my faves. Yeah, it was fun. That was the first time I took my clothes off, and it was great. <laughs> There's so many productions that they choose not to do it, which, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's all what, I want to make sure everyone's comfy, but I feel like if you're if you're trying to get into hair, I feel like you know that that's <laughs> what's Yeah, I mean, happen. what I auditioned for, right? Everyone knew, I mean, I knew going into it. And I, I remember I, I auditioned on a fluke and I got it on the spot. Well, at, before they, I even did anything, they said, you're aware that there's nudity. They told me that right up front. Yeah. And I said, oh yeah. I said, I have no problem with that. And then um, I, <laughs> and I auditioned, it was my way to get to Europe. And I stayed in Europe for like a year and a half. Wow. And yeah, and it was such a great, and I was like, I was like 24 years old. So it was like, it was perfect, you know? That is and perfect, I learned, wow. And I learned I've never so been much. to Europe. Hmm? You haven't? No. Oh my God, they're going to love you. <laughs> I want to go. I, my friend, uh, one of my good friends, I think one of yours too, Harriel Lagrande, she's a performing artist uh-huh. story, but she just left to Europe. She's uh-huh. doing like her master's there for the next year or two. And she is having the time of her life, according to her Instagram. I'm like, you go, girl. No, it's, it's a great experience. You got to do it when you're young, you know, so you can just, you know. But uh, I once was young. <laughs> oh, please. You're a baby. I don't know how old you are, but I've seen you out of makeup. I said, oh, you're a baby. <laughs> oh, no, that's, just the, that's just the melanin. <laughs> Thank God Keeps for that. Right? Thank God Keeps for me that. looking young. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is your plans for... Um, Audrey, where do you want to take her? Honestly, I'm mm-hmm. just so, I'm so happy with where everything is right now for me now that like, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to just keep riding this wave and mm-hmm. just keep okay. doing it. Um, I'm really excited for the future of Leather and Lace. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, we've done it the last six months at Albatross and it's been, you know, one of the biggest yeah, at Albatross. You know what I mean? The bar, the bar and is people are coming from all over. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So this past one, um, mm-hmm. there was like a group of like ten from like the Upper East Side, and I was like, "You guys can mm-hmm. do a story for this." There are people from Brooklyn. I'm like, "Oh yep. my god!" The crowds have been getting. It's yeah, been, it's been it's been exciting to see people come out on a Tuesday night, right? For this thing from exactly. all over New York, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, we have. You- Sorry? Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. So with that, like we have, we've been talking to you know some other venues and other stuff that are very interested in the show, and we're excited to oh, expand nice. that and keep going with that. So who knows? Wow. Maybe I'll rebrand as just like a kink queen. 
Oh, that's hot though. I love it. <laughs> it's it's in your soul. <laughs> it's in my soul. Apparently, it's in the soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Dean. And Dean, um, I could not do the show without Dean Dante, my my partner in crime, my co-host, yeah. my co-producer. Um, yeah. yeah, we he is he is he is the one. Yes, he has such passion and. It's just great. I love him. His energy. I love his energy. Great energy. Great energy. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so how's your love life? Love life? Non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> Non-existent. Uh, is, do you know what? what? It's, it's just, right. I, it, I sound like, you know, it sounds so like typical to say, but like, <laughs> It's really hard to balance that with everything that's going on. You know what I I'm know. saying? Um, yeah. um, I meet a lot of uh, people who seem to be interested, but then I realize that they really only like Audrey. Um, Isn't that weird? Which, like, for me, like, I... And you said you said it earlier that, like, you know, when I'm off stage, I'm not really all that different. Um, no. And that's sort of what I love about what I do in drag, is that I don't put on a persona in any way. Right. You know, right. I am the same person on stage that I am off stage, yes. and I am when I take everything off. You know what I mean? Right. I do not. I don't have the time to like put something on and like pretend <laughs> I'm something else. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is me. This is what you're getting. Um, right. So when I have people who are really just into Audrey, um, oh. and then we'll like go out where I'm not Audrey, and they're just <laughs> like, I don't know, the illusion is shattered for them, and they're it's like, shattered. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I hear I hear that from a lot of people who um who do drag. It's it's the same thing, and it's like it's hard for people to separate that yeah. you are a human. <laughs> I'm a human. I'm not a human a being. Lady. The amount of people who want to like sleep with Audrey, I'm like, okay, but like the drag is too this drag is too much work for, and it's not going to be hot. I understand the fantasy in your head sounds hot, but once it's happening, it's not sexy. It's nothing but like. <laughs> corsets and tights and layers and like tucking panties it's like none of it is sexy <laughs> <laughs> you want to get foundation all over your face yes yeah, it's, 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 it's a fetish for people <laughs> it, really is, it really is i gotta watch out for those boys yeah no it's hard i think i think dating is hard all around in or out of drag it's just hard i was i was um I was talking to some people last night and they were just talk, talking about how hard it is to connect. And people yeah. really want to connect, but they, a lot of people just don't know how. A lot of people you don't know. know. And it's also like, honestly, after coming out of this last year or two or what we've all mm -hmm. been through, I feel like that, even that set me back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I still have a hard time uh, communicating with, people who I'm into, you know what I mean? Because right. of the year I spent at home alone. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, how, does, how does this work? How do how does how does one do flirting? <laughs> how does one talk? <laughs> how does one talk? I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I was like, because I'm very I like my alone time and this forced me to do it. And I, my friends didn't think, he's like, you're not going to be able to do this because you're so out there. And I was like, no, I think I'll be able to do this. And, uh, you know, I live alone. So it was, you know, so at times I got a little stir crazy and I had to call my friend. He's like, why are you calling me? I said, I need to hear a voice. <laughs> oh, I, I said, it gets hard sometimes, you know, when you're by yourself. But yeah. I, I got so much done and I learned a lot about myself. 
And did you learn anything different about yourself during the the whole pandemonium, quote unquote? I I mean, I think we all (laughs) must have had to learn something about ourselves. I grew up so shy and so introverted. Okay. Um, And it was in my 20s, you know, it was through college. It was through meeting so many people. It was through being in New York and in the workforce where I like was able to like sort of get out of that Uh and be a little more extroverted. Um, So then after like growing so much in that sense and then being locked away for 15 months, it sort of all came back. And then, so when we got out of quarantine, I was like, I'm not ready. I like being a recluse. You know what I mean? So I'm still trying to like get back to where I was pre-pandemic of like being able to be out and open and have fun. I know, <laughs> and not right? want to just run home and go into bed. <laughs> no, this, I, sometimes I'm asked, I just want to get home. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I just want to be home away from nobody. I just don't want anybody near me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is something I do and I didn't tell you ahead of time what I was going to do. What you have any songs that you're actually listening to that's part of your playlist right now that you, that's that's something you listen to every day? Something I listen to every day? Yeah, or like frequently. Frequently? Hold on. Let's see. You know what? I'm listening to a lot. I listen to a lot of Planet Herd, Doja Cat. It's such a great oh, album. Okay. Um, yeah. And I don't know why, but the one song, Get Into It, yeah. It's, I don't know what she's singing about. But I'm just mm. like, it slaps. The production is masterful. And I can just listen mm. to it on repeat every day. At least once a day. It's like my morning coffee song. Okay. It's I'm like my it. pump up, wake up song. <laughs> I'm going to add it to my play. I have a playlist on Spotify that corresponds to the uh, podcast. And I always add songs um, from my guests and what they're listening to. And so I'm going to add that on. I add Doja on. But um yeah, I listen so. to a lot of songs that I would never perform. You know what I mean? I'm not like a, I'm not a dancer. <laughs> okay. But I listen to a lot of music that you, that you would think I was a dancer. Because okay. I love, I just love that shit. <laughs> now, do you, do you actually sing, sing? I, I don't. And everyone always asks me this. And yeah, everyone always. seems seem like you do. That's what Everyone tells me that I, I do one live singing number in uh-huh. my repertoire, in my set. Because uh-huh. I think it's funny and it usually gets a great reaction and people laugh and I love that. But then what, everyone's what, like, everyone's always like, you're such a beautiful singer. And I'm like, what? It's a stupid song. I do Angel by Shaggy. Oh, you know, oh I do I it in that. That's yeah, and so I do it, good. And I do it in Shaggy's voice. And to me, it's sort of like a, it's, it's still a comedy number. It's funny. Right. And it's like, I like, you know, I start singing and it's the chorus. So I'm singing it out of myself. And then when, the verse hits, I switch into Shaggy's voice. And I love right. seeing the reaction from the audience. And like, it just puts a smile on everybody's faces <laughs> and they give me all their money. I love it. <laughs> I saw it for the first, I think I saw that the first time I saw you perform because you know, we have our mutual friend, you know, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, cause he, he kept telling me, he was like, oh, you gotta see RG. He said, oh, you'll definitely like her. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cause he knows I'm critical. And I was oh like, God. and I, think that was the night I saw you do Angel and I was like oh my god this is so unique I was like oh my god and I just got excited oh, and I, yeah. like, I love oh. that number oh so, and I'm Jamaican my family's Jamaican so like I oh, I grew okay. up with music like that you know what I mean like I we used to my mother used to get like uh and my grandmother we used to get do you remember like buying bootleg CDs on the street oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember oh, yeah. that time before streaming but we would yes. get like 
there would always be like a dance hall like mix. Yes. With, like 30 <laughs> songs. And we uh-huh. would just play on like that was what we played at the cookout. It was like, all right, we're playing this. And it was like every Sunday in the backyard grilling up the steaks with that playing. And like that's what I grew up with. Wow. Um, like dance hall reggae. Like mm-hmm. Did you grow up with any um uh any other Caribbean music? Um like salsa or merengue? Um uh, so my, my so the other side of my family so my my I grew up in a Jamaican household my my father's side they're mm-hmm. Dominican and like oh. Panamanian and like Chile it's like all over the place okay. but I didn't really like <laughs> like most uh like people of color growing up in the Bronx I didn't really grow up with my dad or his side oh. of the family so okay. like I I don't I don't speak Spanish my last name is Morales but I don't speak Spanish mm-hmm. I I I look Dominican when you look at me. Mm-hmm. but I just don't know it I just don't know anything and that's maybe that's a me problem I should get in touch with my roots well whatever you know I'm still trying to figure mine out I just sent my ancestry off <laughs> you know what I've been wanting to sign up for that I've been yeah. really wanting to do it because uh, I would curious. love to know more yeah I want to know certain things I mean because I don't a lot of my family have passed away so yeah. I can't really ask, so I want to find out more, and you know, for the ones that are still here, you know, like a lot of, you know, I have a lot of people that are younger in my family. Yeah, my grandmother on the Jamaican mm-hmm. side, she had uh, four other sisters and five brothers. It was like a family of like ten kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt Joan was the last remaining, but she passed away a couple months ago. So yeah, I don't have, I really don't have anyone to right to find. Because it's grandma that knows everything. Yeah. And that's the, that's the one I wanted to find out about my grandmother passed a long time ago. But um, yeah, Audrey, thank you so much for oh my God, thank you. being on my show and um, all the other good stuff. And I wish you the best. And I got to come out. I, I've only been to the, the leather party at the opening, the opening one. So I got to come yeah. back check you guys out it's uh it's changed a lot <laughs> it's got a little more uh i've heard a little more oh you I've heard. Heard. I feel like everyone's been talking i'm like okay <laughs> no I've i'm heard. i'm i'm here for it i love it i'm glad there's a space like that in astoria now yeah <laughs> but yeah it's gotten I've a little about uh, it's gotten a little wild like, missing it i said i gotta go <laughs> But tuesdays are hard <laughs> tuesdays are hard well that's why we're we're trying to we're trying to get it on like different nights at different places okay. so okay. well i wish you and dean dante the best and um you know and i'll i'll be there to support all right i can't wait to see you all right thank you audrey i really appreciate it and until the next conversation my name is trans smith a conversation with a conversation with with Smith. Come along and take a listen. The party's on, it's you that's missing. Tales to tell and no regrets. I'm here to tell you, you ain't heard nothing yet. A conversation with, a conversation with. Transmit